I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Sports batters listen for the money, and (laughs) sports fans to know more than their buddies, and joined... The producer, but he loves the mic. And I think he had a mighty good day yesterday, to be honest. Not perfect, but mighty good. Mackenzie Rivers. How you feeling, Mackenzie? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Now, I won't say boon or bone again this day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, history tells us whenever you get a little bit confident is when you start to, like, hot dog on the five. and <laughs> then And, like, spike the ball on the three, thinking you scored already because <laughs> it's a little snow on the ground. So let, let's let's keep our humility. And the Vegas lead we're going to start with is the start of the NBA playoffs. And though about half of our audience doesn't bet, that's what the study or the research shows. And I'm proud of that because I do believe that Vegas has a lot to teach and tell everyone. 
And you can be the most knowledgeable sports fan in the world, but if you don't have a knowledge of Vegas, there's parts of the story you're missing. doesn't matter if you bet or not. And when it comes to the NBA playoffs, the gambling lines tell us a lot of things. In fact, a little bit later, I'm going to have a best bet on the Clippers game in Minnesota. I like the side in that game. You know, AJ would have a total, like a first half total. No, no, no. We're picking a team on the spread. And also, though, we're going to talk a little bit before that about what do the odds tell us about Luka? Because we, with with McKenzie's Yale degree and a little advice from me, we were able to figure out, hey, based on the current odds, what is the assumption about Luca's absence because game one, it seems to be about a hundred percent. He's out. And thus we're able to figure out, well, what kind of adjustment do they make in game one? What kind of adjustment would they have to make in game two, three, four, five, six, seven to make this uh, odds on the series make sense. And we've got the numbers strong coming up soon. Now, McKenzie, when you think of NBA, I think the most important thing for gamblers and non-gamblers to know come playoff time is it's a different game. What would you say, let's go through it one at a time, and, and, and maybe let's start with the pace of the game. Just generally, difference number one in the playoffs is the playoffs are slower. There's more emphasis on half court. The other way to say it is there's less transition. Expound. Yes, yeah, so we see this, the best place to look at it is the totals. Before, you look at all the regular season, 222 points expected. For the playoffs, that drops by about six. And then by game seven, it drops another four points. So as series goes on, as the playoffs go on, teams get a little closer to the vest, take a little less chances, and that ends up being a slower, lower-scoring game for the most part. And when you say closer to the vest is, you know, some of it is not being inclined to run. And, and thus transition points. But don't forget, and McKenzie's bringing up a really good point, the seven-game series, uh, you know, obviously no college sports have that. The NFL doesn't have that. It's baseball, hockey, and the NBA. And to me, the NBA makes it the most interesting in the following way, is if you got a team that can score a certain way, in the regular season, you hardly have time to practice. I mean, you practice as a team before the season. You practice maybe if you have an extended four-day break. But all you know, I don't even know. I don't think they do over the All-Star break. I mean, that's the whole point. That that's a break. So what happens if you hit town and this team, you know, and beads, you know, it's it, you're on the West. You know, you're a West team, and it's your one trip to Philly each year, and you hit town. You got a back-to-back. You're playing in New York the next night. You're not sitting there thinking, how do we stop and be like with a special defense? No, 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 no. You're going to go and you're going to play. And what does that mean? It means teams in the regular season who tend to play hard the whole time and they have a simple offense, typically, in a simple defense, not complex, not something that has to adjust, play hard with a simple uh, scheme. That equals success in the regular season. Regular season success. Think about Harden with the Rockets. Back in the day, obviously, it was a very simple offense. It was isolation. It was him at top dribbling. And you know what? 
teams would see him either twice in a year if in the East or more, but not that much more in the West. And you know what? They wouldn't get all that used to it. And here comes, though, the first game, the second game, the third game, the fifth, the, si- the seventh, which the best series are decided by, that, that last game. It's your seventh game against these same players. And usually it's, okay, adjustment number one. Now the other team that was adjusted to adjust to that. There's another adjustment. And there's two things that win a NBA playoff series. Number one is a player that is transcendent, uh, a Michael Jordan, that you need a bucket. It doesn't matter what they do. He's getting the bucket, right? And there's only a handful of guys like that at any given time. And you know what? Those teams tend to win the title. Think back. And if you just start in 1979, and why that 79-80, why? Magic Bird's rookie year, right? Modern era, all right? Is if you go through and say, how many times did a team win an NBA title without one of the five best players in the game at the time? And maybe even higher than that, meaning maybe one of the two or three best. How many did Magic and Bird win, right, between... 7980 and 91. How many did my, uh, yeah, how many did Michael win? That was a rhetorical question. How many did Michael win? All right. Uh, six, right, McKenzie? Yes, that is correct. There, there we go. And that now keep going through the list. Right? Kobe and Shaq, right? You know, now Shaq and Dwayne Wade won, but hey, what was Dwayne Wade at that point? As good as anyone in the game. And then you think about it, you've got the Detroit team, uh, you know, that, that beat the Lakers, swept them, you would say, no, no one's a top five player at that point. You know, Billups, no, no, no. And then who else? I mean, there's a handful you could make the case on, but when Hakeem won two, he was just playing, he was probably the best player in the league those two years. I mean, you know, we can't debate when Jordan came back, but he wasn't himself. So, like, look at when did Giannis finally win a title? When Giannis stepped up. And played as well as any player in the game. The debate after that series against Phoenix was, is it Giannis or Durant if he's healthy? That was really the debate. And then, you know, the Joker, you know, was out there probably not getting the respect he deserves. But history tells us, you know, who's got a player like that? I find it interesting if Phoenix wins, which they're favored— in fact, Mackenzie, why don't you give us a rundown of the uh, top five or six favorites NBA title? The Nets, the I'm sorry, the Suns have been upgraded. When you gave them out a plus three hundred a couple weeks ago, they're now plus two seventy. Remain the title favorite. That's favorites. not much of an upgrade. Something. I expect the, I expect more movement when I release a play on the show. <laughs> but go ahead. The Bucks are the second favorite at five to one. The Nets, who play tonight, are seven to one. Celtics and Warriors are nine to one, and the fifth favorite is the Heat at eleven to one. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. 
Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The favorite to win the title, and they are the clear NBA favorite to win the title, would be bucking about 40 years of history, for the most part, about how rare it is, how rare it is for a champion. And Phoenix is the favorite, so we would expect them to win it. They have the best chance to win it, is how rare it is to not have a clear top three player. And Mackenzie Rivers joins AJ back on in a few days, having a little break, uh, well-deserved, is Mackenzie 
Rivers NBA expert, and he he really digs into the NBA. You made an interesting point. Every title since 80, that was Magic's first year. They won the title. Every title had a top 75 player of all time, except one team, which was? The 2004 Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Finals MVP, Chauncey Billups. Yeah, Billups. You know, obviously that was a team, you know, with no superstar. And they, you know, beat the Lakers handily. Uh, Lakers were on the way. You know, the Shaq-Kobe team was pretty much disintegrating. But that's it. So now you might say, well, top 75 – well, that means one player a year. So, like, think about that a second. So, like, 41 of 42 champions had a player that was commensurate with being the best of his year. Meaning if you have 75 years of the NBA and you have 75 players, that means you're getting one a year. So in the upcoming draft in June – Assume that the best player in that draft, on average, will make the all-100 team if it's one a year. Now, sometimes it might be two in a year and zero in another year, but on average, one a year. So, like, literally, everyone's drafting for that one player that will be good enough to take a team to a title. And here's the question. That, that standard includes Chris Paul. So, okay. But I would make the case the standard of the teams that win titles go far beyond just the top 75 team. So, Mackenzie, we ran down it. Why don't we talk about, you know, just we'll spend a minute on this or two. Quickly, a few of the teams you could debate, you know, yeah, they had a top 75, but they didn't have a top two or three in the league at the time. We talked about the Pistons. They're a clear example where they got five, you know, B-level players. 2014 Spurs, I think, would be the last time. They're an interesting case because Tim Duncan, multi-time MVP, definitely well, wait, one Dun- of the best Dun- players. Listen, listen. Duncan, for a while. By, Duncan in his prime is one of the top dozen players in the league ever, top fifteen. So that is easy. The question is, he wasn't even the best player on his team at that point in fourteen. Hard to make him out. So yeah, the legacy of a great player was there, but not in truth. So I will count that as an exception. Continue. The 2011 Dallas Mavericks, Dirk yeah, Nowitzki, I, definitely. I, I agree with that. Dirk was borderline, but let's say no in that. I mean, Dirk wasn't going to take a series over. He wasn't going to put you on his back. So let's agree to that. And that's it. That's the list. Well, I mean, people might look at the uh, 76ers and think, well, Do- in 83 and think, well, Dr. J was old. And that's true. But Malone was maybe the best player in the league at that point. Moses Malone. Look him up, kids. Yeah, three-time consecutive MVP right around then, Moses Malone. Obviously, Isaiah Thomas and those uh, Pistons teams. uh, Obviously, you got Magic and Bird and Magic and Bird and Magic and Magic and Bird. Maybe the 2008 Celtics, Kevin Durant, I mean, Kevin Garnett, top five player, maybe not one of the top three players in the league at that point. Yeah, Garnett couldn't. Listen, that was a great big three, but I would put them there. So we're talking on the list of not having – so we're talking like five – Teams and, and I mean, the idea of saying Duncan doesn't qualify because he's a little too old or the Garnett or Pierce doesn't qualify. That's how high this standard is. And still, it's like five times in 40 plus years. And Chris Paul today does not qualify. And no one else on the Suns does either. 
doesn't matter if we're talking about, you know, uh, oh, this is the next Kobe or one day when the three-pointers start going or he could take over. No, no, no. Right now, and I think your list is right, it's the Joker is that good. Embiid, is he that good? I, I would say no. I would say Embiid doesn't meet that criteria yet for me. He has the potential. He had a great year. I don't think he, he can't even control. If you can't control Simmons, you're not controlling finals games. You might control one or two. You're not going to control four of them. And the other teams, you know, listen, LeBron would still get legacied in, even though you can debate his uh, level of play. His, his stats were great, no doubt. But his scoring, specifically, his efficiency is down a little bit. But you look at other metrics, it's not down that much. So, I mean, to me, LeBron would still meet that criteria. All right? Steph would still meet that criteria. So there's one team that has it. Right? Obviously, Denver meets the criteria. Milwaukee certainly meets the criteria. The Nets meet the criteria. So... If I'm not mistaken, I just named uh, a lot of favorites here, right? So who's the favorites not named? Phoenix and who else? Austin's a big one, although Jason Tatum, kind of like Devin Booker. Don't be confused. Tatum doesn't even sniff this list right now. He might make first team on NBA, but he's not. no one's debating, would you rather have Tatum or Durant? Would That's you rather, yeah, right? So would you rather Tatum or the Joker? It's there's no debate, or 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 Giannis. Like if you can't, if you gotta, if you instantly know you'd rather have Giannis than player X. If you instantly know with Durant, you don't instantly know. Right. Right. You don't, and and it's that high of a standard. But isn't it interesting that many of the favorites meet that criteria? So Milwaukee does, obviously. Phoenix, right, so Phoenix doesn't. And who's the favorites additionally that don't? Miami, fifth mm-hmm. favorite. Forget them. Grizzlies, sixth Forget favorite. Them. The Mavericks we haven't talked about, tenth favorite right now. Luka Doncic yeah. is definitely on that on that borderline. If, if 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 Luka got carried them to the finals, you could make the case you become that player on the way. I think Dwayne Wade. When they beat the Mavs, yeah, uh, you know, prior to LeBron coming with Shaq, he became that. I mean, he was as dominant in that series. I I would say as dominant as any player this century in the finals. Now, some will say the refs, but Dwayne Wade was never that good with LeBron. Just a, I mean, he took a beating, but yeah, I would say Luca maybe if he dragged them to the finals on his back. I agree with that. And you look at Dwayne Wade, definitely completely changed his reputation. Four straight 40-point games to, to wrap up those finals. John Hollinger, we talk about player efficiency, said number one player efficiency in any final series. If Luka Doncic does that, I don't think anyone is keeping him off any top five list. Yeah, I, but I, I would question the way you said, well, he changed his reputation. What was he in, his third year? What was, yeah, his, right what was his reputation? A young and up-and-coming player that literally Shaq was willing to go to that team to be with, and then within yeah. a year or two he became like a champion. I don't think he had an albatross of a bad reputation around his neck, did he? 
No, not at all. And the year before, he was putting up 30 a game against the Pistons, almost made the finals before he got hurt. So he, he was on the ascending track, no doubt. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. AJ off, then today and tomorrow back on Thursday. Well-deserved time off. I got a best bet in that 
Clippers game against Minnesota. So let's start, McKenzie, with the Nets, who are – are they the fourth favorite or the third favorite? Third favorite, 7-1. to one. So there's only two teams in the NBA with better odds than the Nets. They lost Harden. They've had other injuries. And they trade for Simmons, and he's yet to play one minute. And the only teams ahead of him are Phoenix and who? Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yes. Wow. Wow. Okay, they are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Cavs. Cavs obviously started hot, 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 and now they're not, not, not. If you do the math, it's a little over 80% chance the Nets advance into the playoffs. These aren't even playoff games. These are like in the purgatory of playoff (laughs) games. My catechism training is coming useful. Now, if Brooklyn wins, they're going to be the seventh seed. And the Celtics, who could have tried to avoid them but didn't, and I respect that, it's going to be a tough series, man. Now, Simmons... We're not sure about the Time Lord. We're not sure about Boston's defensive uh, center. And he's got a meniscus issue or uh, I don't know if they call it a tear. But now, to me, I, I think it's wild how everyone's assuming that the Nets are going to be the seventh seed when there's a one in five chance they lose this game. So quickly, McKenzie, if the seven, if the loser of the seven eight, what happens then? The loser of the seven eight plays the eight nine winner, and that winner becomes the eighth seed. Okay, so the seven eight doesn't play the winner of the eight nine; they play the winner of the nine ten. Correct? Yes. Okay, so you were prepping this for how long? About uh, two minutes. Maybe you should have spent a little longer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Seven, eight plays each other. Winner advances. There are the seven. Go. Right? One game. Now, in the 9-10, they play each other. Loser, they're gone. Good season's over. Winner has to then play the loser. So if you're the seven or eight, you've got to lose two straight games to be out of it. If you're the 9-10, you've got to win two straight games to be in it. So I like the way I like this. I do like this. I, I like the way that they they give ten teams a chance. But man, it is so much harder if you're a nine or ten. So much easier if you're a seven, eight, and obviously home court for the seven in that pairing, and for the nine in that pairing. Okay, we're straight out of Vegas, and here comes my best bet, and it's going to be in the Clippers. Minnesota game, and we're going with the Clippers plus three and a half. Now, if you look at Paul George and the games he's played with LA, they are 18 and 13 on the season. Now, on the season overall, they're barely above 500. Without Paul George, they're below 500, but they're 18 and 13, the Clippers with them. That's commensurate in an 82-game season with 47 wins. That's more wins than Minnesota. 
So this team, this Clippers team, as it's currently constituted, is better than Minnesota by a smidge. Well, what should the line be if they were even? Well, in the playoffs, it's about three home court these days. This line's three and a half. So this line is saying Minnesota's the better team. But I believe the Clippers are a slightly better team. And Mackenzie, you've got a great stat on the lack of playoff experience for Minnesota. Yeah, if you look at the top eight scorers for the Timberwolves, combined they have less playoff experience than just Paul George alone. Now think about that. And you're telling me late in this game, if it is a close one, you don't want to be with Paul George. I get it. Paul George has his faults, no doubt about it. But this is a spot they clearly have the edge. They clearly have the edge when it comes to experience. We're getting three and a half. Best bet, Clippers, plus three and a half. Mackenzie, what's the money line? I, I, I would tend to even think put half the bet. You know, for the record keeping, we'll call it a spread bet. But I'm probably going to split my bet up and put half on the money line. Because I think in a close game, I don't need the points as much. I think the Clippers' experience matters. What's the payout? You can get plus 130 right now. That's it? You know, I'm sticking with the spread. I, plus 130 is not enough for me. Yeah, okay. usually with the three-and-a-half-point line, it'd be about 140. So that's an interesting dichotomy there. Well, maybe people was getting it that, that Minnesota's going to be. Let's be honest. This is the biggest game in the professional career of those top eight scores, I'm guessing. And to me, that is another advantage. Best bet on the Clippers. Right out of Vegas! I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.